Welcome to the ASHP official podcast, your guide to issues related to medication use, public health, and the profession of pharmacy. Thank you for joining us for this Wellness Wednesday podcast. This podcast is a forum where you can listen in as members share successful strategies on wellness and resiliency in both their personal and professional lives. My name is Christina Martin. I am the director of the New Practitioners Forum at ASHP, and I am pleased to be joined with my colleague, ASHP staff colleague, Anna Legger-Dopp, who is the Senior Director of the Clinical Guidelines and Quality Improvement. We will be your co-host for today's ASHP Wellness Wednesday podcast. For today's episode, we are going to open the ASHP webinar vault to a conversation on mindfulness and meditation for pharmacists and pharmacy technicians. Before we do, we recognize that a lot is happening in 2020, and we want to remind you of our COVID-19 Resource Center, specifically workforce strategies for workforce safety and well-being for yourself as individuals, your teams, protecting yourselves, the patients you serve, and your family members. We also recognize that as you're listening to this episode, you may be in various stages of preparing for, responding to, and recovering from the pandemics, and that this cycle may start again and evolve at any period of time. Specific resources that may be of interest to you are available on our ASHP Tips for Taking Care of Yourself page. We also recognize that there is increased emphasis to shift to supporting individual factors at this time. And so ASHB has provided some well-being reminders during difficult times to remind you of those basic needs, such as staying hydrated, taking breaks, limiting your news consumption where possible, and staying connected with your support systems. As we record this episode, we are on the heels of the first virtual ASHP Mid-Year Clinical Meeting, where there is dedicated programming on this important topic of workforce well-being and recovery. We encourage you to check out sessions such as Avoidable Mistakes, Preventing Staff Burnout During a Pandemic, or Wellness Soap Notes, The Assessment and Plan for Student, Resident, and Preceptor Burnout, also ones related to beating the burnout of the electronic medical record, and finally, diffusing the financial bomb, how to incorporate financial wellness into your arsenal. If you're attending the virtual mid-year meeting, perhaps after a long day of learning and idea generating, transition into your evenings with some of our virtual fitness classes or trivia in a special unwind and play hall of the virtual mid-year meeting. This room will be accessible throughout the entire virtual conference experience. We also hope that you'll join us to discuss challenges and successes with colleagues at the Wednesday, December 9 roundtable session, Workforce Wellbeing and Resilience, Dealing with Unpreventable Stressors in Your Work and Life. If you need a moment to recenter yourself amidst a very busy week, whether you're trying to fit the conference in while staffing or coordinating logistics with your family, we want to remind you to log into Headspace as it's free for all of our ASHP members. And perhaps save this podcast to your favorites for easy retrieval. We're now going to move in to a 15-minute guided meditation, specifically a heart rhythm meditation led by one of our ASHP members, Lisa Wilhelm. But before we do, I'd like to take the 
opportunity to chat with my colleague, Anna, and learn a little bit more about her meditation practice. Anna, I know that you have been regularly meditating for quite a period of time, and perhaps you can share with us some of the reasons why you meditate and how you have seen a regular practice impact your day-to-day activities. Thank you, Christina, and thanks for highlighting the all the resources that are available, especially recognizing that this is such a busy time for members between the holidays and mid-year on top of already really busy work. I think I heard somebody recently refer to the fact that they they do they manage COVID-19 on top of their already full-time jobs. It's like a second full-time job. And so we recognize that and we're trying to give some tools, multiple modalities of support for well-being and resilience during this time. And as I reflect on your question about meditation, I'll just, I guess I'll admit up front that it took about 15 years of just total stubbornness before I recognized the power of meditation. Um, I'll just briefly tell a story that in 2002, I was doing rotations and I went on a on a rotation that was outside of my state, outside of my comfort zone, and and just in an entirely new place. And I set three goals uh, as a pharmacy student. I wanted to do yoga for the first time. I wanted to try smoothies for the first time. And I wanted to try sushi for the first time. And all three have stuck. But I remember those early days of going to yoga, and you know this because you're a certified yoga teacher, and um, you know this, that they always said that yoga and meditation go hand in hand and that they're meant to be done together. And I was really stubborn about it. I thought, nope, this mind is better off spinning. It's, I, I really, I just couldn't do it. I wouldn't allow myself to do it. And then transition to now probably four or five years ago, I started to listen to people, experts talking about the fact that your thoughts are not always your best friend, even though you might think that, um, that there is value in being present in the moment. And, and that's what led me to try meditation. And I, I really like um, someone has used this to explain it to me. And that's probably what helped me buy into it the most is to say that meditation gives space between an external stimulus in your reaction. And in that space, you can choose how you want to show up. And um, that, that, that explanation really was what ultimately got me to buy into it. And I really like how with meditation, there's different types of meditation. So just like there's different types of yoga, there's different types of um, workouts, there's different types of you know, spiritual organizations or efforts, or there's different types of meditation. Um, and the one that you're going to hear today is a different type of meditation, the, the heart rhythm meditation. So you, even if you've tried one meditation, you can try others and you might connect with, with one more than the other. So I, I really like that about meditation. And then just the, the last thought is that meditation is, it helps us be more mindful. It's all about being more mindful beyond that five or 10 minute meditation practice that you've done so that in the moment you can stop, label your thoughts, label your feelings, and then redirect yourself back to the present moment. And so ultimately it's about training, training to try to be more mindful in in your day. And and that's why I meditate. That's really great. Uh, I, I really enjoyed hearing about how this journey started almost 20 years ago. You must've been quite a young teenager when you were going on rotation. (laughs) Uh, But you brought up some excellent points. I really like that you said that meditation practice looks different. There are many modalities out there. Um, I heard somebody recently who is a experienced meditation 
director or guide and reminded us that the way that you meditate or are mindful, it doesn't mean that you're laying prone on a mat with your eyes closed or in a seated position, perhaps. And one that I have found that has worked during this uh, challenging year has been more of a walking meditation. And so disconnecting from technology and it can, we all walk, whether we're walking to our cars from work or we're walking around our house, but being disconnected from technology and just focusing on what's in front of you, listening for the birds, observing the colors of nature. Um, if you live in an area where there's wildlife, observing the wildlife that appears and that in itself is, is pulling yourself to the present. And when, when you are uh, mindful and present, your breathing returns. Because I think when we're in these heightened, stressful situations, many of us uh, will hold our breath or become very tense. And when you pause and allow yourself to be aware of your surroundings, you naturally start to breathe because humans need to breathe. So um, I really like that piece and want to emphasize that it looks different for everyone. Um, you said that I am a yoga teacher. Um, that is the way that I was led to meditation and mindfulness practice. And I want to leave with one thought before we transition into Lisa's meditation and 15-minute practice for us. But one quote I came across recently was that you can find something to be grateful for when you are present and mindful in the moment. And I hope that all of our listeners have the opportunity today to pause um, to identify that one thing of gratitude, and that itself is a mindfulness practice. Well, we're going to transition into this content uh, from our recorded conversation on mindfulness and meditation for pharmacists and pharmacy technicians. We wish you well and look forward to seeing you at the virtual mid-year clinical meeting. And we're going to focus on the heart because this is where we're going to sort of draw in the emotional domain. We're going to talk about connection and empathy and, and, and try to experience some of this heart coherence. And um, I'm trained in a specific type of meditation called heart rhythm meditation. So this is the one that I know best. And we're going to go through also a very simplified version of this practice. This is a practice that I often use for beginners. I offer a um, weekly meditation. It's a drop-in meditation here at the hospital. So um, because many forms of meditation take some practice, this is a, a good practice for people who haven't meditated before. And, um, you can see here the steps to heart rhythm meditation. I'll explain them and then I'll guide you through them or most of them in this practice. And we'll start with our posture. And this practice does include the conscious breath and the full breath. And then we will focus on our heart. That's where you see this picture of people with their hands on their heart. So there's a point in the meditation. We'll do that. You don't have to keep your hand on your heart the whole time. And then we're going to work towards some of this coherence. As beginners, it's a little bit hard to get um, all the way there. But as you see this graphic on the right, it's really building a foundation step by step. So what I'll ask you to do is go ahead and get in a comfortable position. As you can see, these people are sitting up straight. And as I guide you through this meditation, you'll notice that I'm going to slow down my pace of speaking. And I will have several pauses just to allow you a few moments to have the experience. I invite you to close your eyes if you're comfortable with that. If you aren't comfortable or you're not in a place where that's appropriate, then you can soften your gaze, maybe look at the floor. And the main purpose of closing your eyes is it just helps to decrease any distractions. 
So with this particular form of meditation, we have an upright posture. And it's okay to lie down or, or sit lotus style, but this one, we have what we call the, the monolithic or a pharaoh posture. And the benefit of this is if you have a formal practice, it really allows you to comfortably sit for long periods of time. So we'll just start with our feet. We're just going to have our feet about hip width apart, firmly planted on the ground. And each step we build upon the other, just building that foundation of a meditative practice. We're going to start to shift our sense of ourselves from our mind to our heart. Feel your feet on the ground. I like to press the balls of my feet just gently. This is a grounded, embodied type of practice. So we want to feel connected to the earth. Feel your sitting bones in the chair. And when you're establishing your posture, it's really helpful to get comfortable. You don't want to be so comfortable that you're going to fall asleep. Um, and when you're in your posture, it's not about holding a posture. It's about settling in. So that's why I like to start with the feet and then your sitting bones so you feel solid and grounded. And then your back is straight, but it's not arched or erect. If you were having a formal practice, you could use a pillow or something to prop your back up so that you're upright. And I'd like to imagine that in my spine, going from my tailbone up to the top of my skull is a string. And if you're holding that string straight up above the top of your skull, you just feel this natural alignment of your spine and your body. So you're upright, you're attentive, but you're comfortable and you're relaxed. So just take a moment and settle into this upright posture. I like to take my shoulders up back down to open my chest. And then I rest my palms on my lap. Typically, we do them face up, but you can do them face down, whichever is comfortable for you. So if you're comfortable, close your eyes, settle into your posture, and let's move to the next step, which is the conscious breath. So this is just where we take our attention to our inhalation and our exhalation. And sometimes this is one of the most challenging steps for meditators because our minds want to race. It's often known as the monkey mind. And in this type of a meditation, we're not pushing our thoughts away. We're not trying to escape our thoughts. We're just putting our focus on our breath not making any intervention on our breath at this time. And you always want to be gentle with yourself, especially if you're feeling challenged or feeling a little antsy. Just with each cycle, it's an opportunity to reset. And sometimes I find it helpful to focus on the details of my breath. So can I feel the air coming through my nostrils? down into my lungs. 
just this simple step of conscious breathing begins to give us those physiologic benefits that we previously discussed. And so in a formal practice, we would really take our time and stay in the space, get into a very nice deep rhythm of the conscious breath, really entrain our thoughts to focusing on the breath. And pay attention to how it feels and what sensations you have in your body as you're focusing on your breath. We're going to move now to the full breath, and I like to start this with the exhalation. So your breath is fine and silent, and this is a gentle practice, but on your next exhale, try to squeeze your abdominal muscles into your spine. I think of it as like a gentle hug or a gentle squeeze. And this is just really trying to empty out your lungs. And then as you release, you're going to have the natural momentum of your inhale, when you get to the top of your inhale, just try to expand your inhale just a little bit like a stretch. And this expands the lungs' vital capacity. And so just play with that at your own rhythm. This is the deep, conscious breath. Just expanding that inhale like a stretch. Really deepening that exhale with a squeeze. I know it feels a little awkward and uncomfortable at first. But the longer you do it, the more you settle into a rhythm and it just becomes natural and comfortable. And it's this step that really helps to improve that vagal tone and get us into that more parasympathetic relaxation response. And see if you can feel that. Do you notice any changes? in how your body feels. Doing the full breath also helps us with our focus on the breath because it gives your mind something to do. So each step we build upon the other, we have our posture, we have the full conscious breath, and now we're gonna move to adding a visualization of breathing through our heart. And this is where I invite you to put your right hand over your heart center. If you remember the graphic from the previous slide was a, a heart that looked like a radiant sun. And so our heart um, is not just a physical organ, it's an emotional and an energetic organ as well. And so as you continue your full breath, just imagine breathing through your heart center. Again, really dropping that consciousness and self-awareness from just the mind, but to the mind and the heart. You might begin to feel your heart beating in your chest, or you might feel your pulse in your fingers. Just like with the conscious breath, as you quiet your mind, and bring your consciousness deeper still. See how much you can sense related to the rhythm and the beat of your heart. 
this is a bit of an advanced practice. So if you're not feeling anything, don't be alarmed. I promise your heart is beating. And just continue your full breath. But it's in this place where we begin to feel the heartbeat in the chest as it's in synchrony with and in harmony with our breath. So this is the heart-breath coherence. There are steps to that. Notice how it feels in your body as you're focusing on your heart and your breath. And the last piece that we're going to do in this beginner's practice is as you're focusing on your heart, I invite you to ask your heart what it needs for healing today. And so this isn't a thought process. This is more of a listening process, tapping into that deep inner wisdom of our body. And so perhaps it's something like, compassion or forgiveness or patience. See if you can allow the answer to come from your heart. And when it does come, see if you can imagine just as you're breathing in oxygen deep into your body, deep into your heart, can you breathe in that healing Breathing your healing into your radiant heart center. So that positive healing emotion, shifting the coherence of your body. Really pay attention to how it feels in your body. So let's just take a few more breaths, breathing in. And then when you're ready, we're going to slowly return to the everyday breath. Still seeing if you can continue to focus on your heart, feeling your heart in your chest. And then when you're ready, you can slowly, gently open your eyes. So that was a very simple micro practice. Well, not quite a micro practice, but a simple, small practice, introductory practice of heart rhythm meditation. And... So what we know with these practices is that there are applications um, to optimize our physical, mental, and emotional domains. Thank you for listening to ASHP Official, the voice of pharmacists advancing healthcare. 
sure to visit ashp.org forward slash podcast to discover more great episodes, access show notes, and download the episode transcript. If you loved the episode and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe, rate, or leave a review. Join us next time on ASHP Official.